Hey, that is me testing out the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Who and How Club. It is your boy, Aristide Jean, checking in. I learned how to test out the mic very early in my microphone days uh, or performance days and performing days and all of that stuff, being an MC and stuff like that. For those that don't know, I actually used to like host bar mitzvahs and, bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs uh, as an MC, uh, pretty much being the talent at like weddings, bar mitzvahs, sort of like corporate events and stuff like that. Uh, I was the talent. I would be dancing, hosting, living up the crowd. And I had a mentor, Gary. And uh, Gary, he had his own, you know, uh, DJing company and he would go around and let's just say the white folks loved Gary very much. Uh, he was loved within the Jewish community, especially he's a black guy, uh, but he's that black guy that like, you know, like he'd be, he'd be in the most random spots, <laughs> random events, white events, especially because folks just loved him and how he DJed and how he hosted and stuff like that. And he taught me and right at any time, uh, anytime it, at any point in time that it was uh, time to go on to the mic and the mic had to be turned on. Uh, he would teach me to do like these little, uh, like little, uh, tests, you know, just to test the mic, make sure it's on, but don't bang the mic. Don't tap it. Don't yell into it or anything like that. So you could just test it, test the volumes, you know, give a little scat. I had to turn down the mic. I didn't realize that my volume was low and the mic was high. So I kind of switched that. Uh, but yeah, we're starting off on a tangent, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just really happy to be here, but you know. You know the slogan, you are the who and how club, I am the who and how club, and we are the who's and how's of this world. Without you, without me, there is no we. So let's sit down, drink some tea, and uh, pick each other's brains on some uh, crazy topics, crazy themes, crazy concepts. The things that sort of make us who we are in this world and this life that we live. And uh, I'm sure we've all been mentored in some way, shape, or form. So shout out to Gary who mentored me on how to project my voice and how to talk on a mic and perform and just be live at these shows. That's why I'm live at every performance that I do with my music. I'm just different when I touch that stage, and I owe that all to Gary. Um, Apollo is making noise in the background right now. He's howling. For those who don't know, Basenjis, they don't bark. They howl. They howl to the moon. They're like wolves. They're the closest to the wolves and their true nature. Um, the boy's a teenager now, so I've, I've spoken about Apollo numerous times on the, on the show and, you know, my acquiring of, of him and my pickup, uh, of him and his birthday's actually coming up his two year birthday, but that's seven years in dog year. So he'll be 14 in December on December 5th to be exact. Um, so it's pretty cool to see him grow and see him throw his tantrums and be rebellious and stuff like that. Uh, but he's growing and he makes me happy. So he knows that I'm recording. Every time that I record, he tends to make some noise. So that's just the story of having a little fur baby. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm really happy to be here. I'm really happy to check in with all of you. You know, things have been busy. Uh, when you don't hear from me, you know that Eris is cooking up some stuff. 
Eris and the team were cooking up some stuff. You know, it's not just like, oh, he's taking a break because he needs a break or he doesn't want to speak with us. I hope you club members never think that because uh, everything that I do outside of here is not only for myself, but it's for you as well. And it's to propel the who and how club platform to another level. You know what I'm saying? So I won't keep you too long. I got uh, just some updates for you. And I do want to talk about um, some key things and, uh, you know, just just shed light on some things that have been released recently on the Who and How Club platform. We've been releasing a lot of episodes that we have in the pocket. We've been sort of uh, just piling up our material and content. And I kind of I finally I finally understand this whole content is king thing. You know what I mean? Because once you have content, good quality content, content that's driving people to listen and to comment and to you know, spark debate and stuff like that. That's one aspect of of content is king, but also just having enough content always so that you don't have to feel the pressures of creating something brand new on the spot. You have things in your pocket that could sort of just be released and you could lay back and you have stuff to give to the people. You know what I mean? So, you know, thank you to, to my manager who has put his head together with me and we've sort of like created this platform um tqc management that will that that has been sort of like taking care of that aspect of the show you know and and the my creations and you know just being able to gang up a whole bunch of content and create content and have so much content in our pockets that we could go and do other things and focus on other things speaking of other things outside of the podcast you know, I've been recording a lot of music and uh, I got some real, 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 real dope material coming your way. And I've been collaborating with people from outside of uh, my country. And, uh, you know, Carlos and I were in the car the other day bumping these new tunes. And it's like, wow, like what genre does this music fit in? It's like I'm creating my own genre of music and sounds. And we're not trying to pigeonhole ourselves or just create this for the masses or this and that or try to fit into this mold. It's really just creating. And I'm in a creative bag right now. Um, so I just want to thank all the people that I'm collaborating with and putting my head together with in order to create this this platform and these, you know, bringing my visions and my dreams to life. So shout out to Carlos. Shout out to my collaborators in the other countries. We're going to be announcing some stuff very soon. Um so, yeah, that's what I've been busy with. You know what I mean? Uh, Halloween is this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I want you all to uh, stay safe while you're bringing your kids out. Uh, just making sure you're checking those bundles of candies that, that's being piled into your chill, child's uh, bag or bucket. Whether you're taking your sibling out, your cousin, your nephew, or your niece, or your child. It could be their first Halloween. Make sure that it's their best, a memorable moment for them. And it's the safest event ever uh, for them. And that's up for us adults to really look out for them and to protect them. You know what I mean? So stay safe wherever you are in the world. If you celebrate Halloween, it doesn't matter what the background of Halloween represents and all of that. There's some fun to it. And uh, let's not overthink it. Let's just dress up, get out there, enjoy the weather. Um, I know it's a bit cold right now, but... It's all fun and games, you know, and it's it's a time to get creative, especially with the costumes and the kids. The kids love it. The children love it. So let's uh, inspire them 
by fanning their ideas and their creativity when it comes to their costumes and stuff like that. If you're going to a club or anything like that, stay safe. Don't overdrink. Watch your drink. Watch the punch bowl. Make sure nobody's spiking that bad boy, all right? Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this today. I just feel like rambling. I miss all of you. So, um, you know, this is sort of like my check-in episode uh, because we've been releasing a lot of guest episodes and guest spots, you know, guest appearances that I've made on other shows. And I'm telling you, man, we're coming, man. We're coming. I'm on a lot of platforms and I'm having uh, really dope conversations with some really, really dope people. And I don't take any of it for granted. And I try to... um, bring that energy into my day-to-day life, you know, just having conversations with people I might not even know that well, you know, strangers, you know, I'm in the social services field, so I deal with a lot of personalities on a day-to-day basis. Um, I know that I might have to adapt to that person's personality if I really want to get to know them. And I think in life, you have to come and work from a real genuine curiosity sort of standpoint, you know, and perspective when interacting with people. You got to be curious, you got to understand that there's value and worth in, in people, the people that are right in front of you, you know. Um, and I see that value in every in every personality that I deal with on a day to day basis. You know, the, the place that I manage has about 54 people and that's not including staff. So the clientele that we're serving, you know, the, the community, the population that I'm serving, I got a, a total of 54 individuals. Um And on a day-to-day basis, you know, just coming across them and picking their brains and hearing their stories and their lives and their perspectives, it's it's inspiring. And uh, it it feeds me a little bit, you know, because I'm learning about other people. These are people. These are people, and I I value them as such, you know, and uh, they value me as well. Um, And we have a mutual respect because I treat them like people and they treat me like that as well. I don't let the title of manager um, hang hang heavy over that relationship or that connection that I'm aiming to build. It remains a professional relationship, of course, but these are people with emotions and they got eyes and tongues and hearts and, and minds and you know, they see things, they've experienced things, things that I could probably learn from, you know, and I could teach them things as well. So the relationship is, the energy is reciprocal. So I just want to shout out those people, those people that open up to me on a day-to-day basis and allow me to open up to them. And uh, we can support each other and we continue to support each other in, in many different ways. So shout out to them. Um, I mentioned that I got an announcement to make and I don't want to announce it fully as of yet i kind of want to announce the announcement or the special announcement that's on its way you know but i got something big in the pocket that's on its way and i'm really excited to all of uh, to share it with all of you uh but you know business meetings contracts are being signed connections and partnerships are being made and uh, i can only thank all of you who continue to support the who and how club in its journey and um I'm just trying to stay level-headed, you know, and I'm not trying to, it's not feeding my ego whatsoever. What it is showing me is that hard work pays off. And uh, if you just keep going and never stop, then that's, then you'll see the fruits of your labor and you'll see the results of all of that. And I can only be grateful and show my gratitude to all of you who continue to listen and support and to download the show. You share it, you comment, you rate it, um, 
you like it, <laughs> you know, you save it on your, you know, you, you repost it and I get to share it and, you know, just fo- you follow it. Just thank you. Just thank you to you. I thank the above my creator as well for guiding me. I, I love the journey that I'm on and I'm appreciative of all of this. I feel like I'm finally in my life journey bag. Um, but with that said, you know, all the positives that I'm experiencing at this moment, life has presented some challenges, some challenges that I, I can't ignore, right? Now, I'm part one of the WTF series that I've introduced, which is a, a four-part series, uh, WTF standing for Welcome to Forgiveness. I focused on the struggles. I really want to talk about forgiveness with all of you only because I'm learning a lot about this concept and what forgiveness really is, what it's supposed to be, what it's meant to others in the past, this umbrella term and how we sort of maneuver around it um, or with it. How do we how, how we use it as a tool um, to either advance in life or you know, change some things, change our surroundings, our relationships with people. Um, In part one of WTF, I expressed my struggles with forgiveness. Now, I've had some major struggles with forgiveness, and there is no doubt about that. I'm not going to hide that from any of you. I have struggled with forgiveness. And if you go and listen to part one, you'll know why. Now, I've also expressed to all of you about my journey to therapy and how therapy has played a, a huge a huge role in my evolution of Eris, Eris Dejan. Eris Dejan Allen McPherson, my full name. There you go. There you have it, right? Now, therapy has been teaching me a lot about forgiveness and the importance of it and how I can use it as a tool. But I want to spark conversation. I want to talk to you all about this journey that I'm on and how forgiveness has played a part or hasn't played a part because maybe I've pushed it out of, you know, just like therapy, I've pushed the the concept of forgiveness out of my life. I've I haven't really fed into it. Maybe I have felt like it's not needed. You know what I mean? But before we get into that and, and, uh, you know. Part one was sort of like the struggles. Today, I wanted to focus on the willingness to forgive and uh, how that could play a major role in one's life and how it's played a role in my life. I'm taking you in steps. You know, I started with the struggle, but then I had to face, you know, maybe garnering the the willingness to wanting to even forgive and what sparked these things. Now, uh... We've asked some people to define forgiveness and what that looks like to them. You know what I mean? So I got a couple definitions here. Now, one person defined forgiveness as self-empowerment, moving forward, light, hope, and freedom. Now, that freedom part is key because I'm going to speak about that freedom on my, uh, from my perspective and how, how I've looked at fr- uh, having the willing- willingness to forgive could be attached to freedom. But I do agree with that person. I don't disagree. I'm not here to battle forgiveness. I'm not also, I'm not being the poster boy for forgiveness either. I'm not here to tell you that it is necessary in order for you to move forward. But I am curious to know how you all define forgiveness. So that person online uh, mentioned that self-empowerment, moving forward, light, 
hope and freedom uh, is how they defined, uh, define, sorry, uh, forgiveness. I get it. I get it. Now, this next definition could definitely connect with the theme that I'm running with today, with the willingness to forgive. This next person defined forgiveness as allowing communication again. God damn. God damn. Let's get some round of applause for that definition. Yep. Now that is something that I could relate to. Throughout my life, I've been a very like in and out, left or right, up and down kind of person. I blame my brother Ryan for that. Not in the negative sense. There was a time in my life where I was living on the in-between. I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know how to make a decision for myself or for others. I was in between. Some might look at that and say, oh, you're balanced. But that wasn't balanced for me. I had to choose a direction to go in, to live in, to love in, to survive in. Being in the middle wasn't working for me. So my brother Ryan, big brother Ryan, now he's not my blood, but I, he's pretty much the next best thing. He taught me that I got to be either in or out. Little did he know he was creating a monster. And he could never stop. In fact, you fast forward to the future, I would use those same teachings that he taught me against him. You know the whole saying, the student has now become the teacher. Living in the middle just never worked. But you fast forward to today and I'm realizing that being so rigid and being so cutthroat, choosing a side and being so far on one side than the other also doesn't work. So what is balance? How do we find that? I used to cut people off. The moment, the moment you rubbed me the wrong way, you did something that I felt hurt me, disappointed me, I'd cut you off. You would never hear a word from me, not a text, not a call, nothing. We wouldn't even speak about any issues, in fact. Now, I use this tool towards the people you would think that I should never do or use it towards, like family like someone I'm in a relationship with, my closest friends at the time. But, you know, growing up in foster care, finding independence, working my way around, you know, flying solo in my teenage years, this actually helped me and worked for me at the time in those moments where I really needed it. But you fast forward to my adulthood and it's like, oh, yeah, this isn't working anymore. I can't be so cutthroat. I don't even want to be that way anymore. I didn't feel free. I just knew that I was making a decision, a decision to protect myself, to protect my heart and my mind, even if it meant that I had to be alone by myself forever. I was willing to do it because I was comfortable with making a decision on be being either in or out left or right, up and down. You're either with me or against me, ho. You all know that quote, that song. Shout out to J-Rock. Win, 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 win. That's all I cared about. Winning. 
if I removed anything that was toxic or anything that kind of triggered me in a negative way or challenged me even, I'd remove it. And that to me was a win. Making that decision to cut it off at the head. I didn't know, though, that I was feeding into this unforgiving person. This thing that was inside of my stomach and my chest. It was like a person within a person within a person. I would hear people say, yo, don't mess with Eris. He's very unforgiving. So while you have him, because he values himself so much. Himself, sorry. He values himself so much and, you know, you knowing him and being around him is such a blessing. Don't screw it up. You only get one chance with Eris. You know, I found that people were saying that. That was the talk of the town. Eris is unforgiving. In the beginning, when you're young and immature, you're like, yeah, that's a good thing to be. I am the god of war. I like the friction. I like the conflict. Bring it. You're either with me or against me, ho. But that wasn't healthy. That wasn't healthy. In fact, that same behavior, outlook on life and things like that is the same reason why I'm in therapy today. So I share this to tell you that I want you to not make the same mistakes that I made. I want you to find different routes. I want you to learn how to speak. I don't want you to cut people off so heavily, heavy-handedly the way that I did. Now, here's where the battle and struggle with forgiveness comes in. I had no willingness to forgive anybody that might have done me wrong. In fact, I wouldn't even give them the, the time of day to have a conversation or to explain to them why they, you know, what they did wrong to me. I always felt like, hey, you did it, you should know it. Bathe in it. You should know how to fix it. I shouldn't have to tell you how to fix things with me. But lo and behold, I end up treating people who were dear to me the same exact way at some point in my life. So you're exposed to so many things growing up as a teen, young adult, even as a a child, you know. But everything that you're exposed to and you're being a witness to can really affect your adulthood later on in life, especially when you're trying to do good, when you're trying to be the best version of yourself. Those things will come back because you got to deal with those things. You got to deal with, you know, kind of restructuring your outlook on things and how you treat people and treat situations. You want to deal with things in the healthiest way possible. So then came my willingness. I had no willingness. But it came at some point. It came. It's like, I want to forgive people. I actually want to try this. I want to try. I'm willing to try something new. I'm willing to try to have a conversation with someone, explain my feelings. Because maybe there's a disconnect. Maybe there's something they did and they they don't even know, but I know. They're not privy. They're not privy to how they've made me feel. And maybe vice versa. So the willingness came in and set in. And I started to try. I started to try to forgive people. Not only in my own time, but in their face, face to face. You know, I would try to show up. I would show up. 
I would show up and I would try to fix situations and uh, try to mend relationships, people who were the closest to me. (sighs) Those didn't work out that well. So now I'm in conflict with myself. I'm confused. What am I supposed to do, Lord? Is this turmoil and these hardships and these disappointments and pain and hurt, are they gone too far that forgiveness cannot, you know, save the situation or mend it? I'm trying something I've never tried. I'm gaining perspective. I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing, I'm willing to to have that conversation with someone and to express how I feel and willing to hear them out so that maybe we could forgive each other. But damn, they never worked out. I remember these things, these moments vividly. So I would go home and start to think like, hey, maybe it's too far gone to even try to forgive. So who, who forgives? What role does forgiveness play in this situation? So I sit with myself. And I realize, oh, it is I who I must be, I have to be willing to forgive. Forgiveness can't, doesn't, you know, external. Who cares if I forgive someone outside of my, you know, like the forgiveness has to come from inside. I have to forgive myself first. If I don't know how to forgive myself, how can I forgive others genuinely? How could I understand what forgiveness should even look like if I haven't even treated myself in a manner that like, you know, requires some sort of forgiveness and, you know, not being so hard on myself about my mistakes. I've literally had to sit and forgive myself for not forgiving others or for not forgiving myself. Do you know what kind of process that is? (laughs) Do you know how long that takes I say that to say this. The willingness has to come from within. The willingness to forgive should come and be placed in motion for yourself. Be willing to forgive yourself. We're so hard on ourselves. We beat ourselves up for the mistakes that we made. We don't forgive ourselves. Without forgiving yourself, you can't forgive anybody else. Come on. You know this. We've spoken about this. I once thought that, like, my forgiveness is worth. No one was worth that. My forgiveness is that special that you don't even get it. I hold it so dear to me. So with that said, why not forgive myself? Am I not worth my own forgiveness? I used to say, like, you know, it's not my job to forgive either. That's God's job. (laughs) But God forgives. God forgives us. And I don't think God wants us, you know, our creator, whoever you refer to them as. They don't want us to be that hard on ourselves, especially if they are forgiving and we're made in their image. So if they can forgive, we can forgive. They forgive us. Now. I'll still challenge the whole thing about forgiving others, the externals. I got to pick that apart a bit more. But when it comes to yourself, 
You got to take care of yourself. You come first. Forgiving yourself is a step one should definitely take. It's necessary. You'll find freedom in that. So we'll end on that note until part three of the what to WTF. I was going to say what the F. (laughs) We'll check in on part three and continue the stage of uh, these stages of forgiveness. All right. Welcome to Forgiveness. This is the four-part series. You've been listening to Ariste Jean. Uh, I am your host, the creator and producer of the Who and How Club. And uh, once again, I appreciate you all. A lot of gems dropped in today's episode, so rewind and listen back. And if you don't get what I'm saying, then, you know, we're all doomed. (laughs) But I'm sure you could uh, put together the, the puzzle of my brain and my my concept and my uh, my words to make it fit your own and your own life and your own you know your heart and your desires. I'm speaking from experience, so I want you to take this and take what you can from it and learn something from it. All right. You know the slogan: "You are the who and how club." I am the who and how club, and we are the who's and how's of this world. Without you, without me, there is no we. This has been part two of the Welcome to Forgiveness series, also known as WTF. I will check in with you all in a couple weeks. Stay safe. Happy Halloween. Uh, CBC released a new timeline for this COVID and vaccine stuff. So go look that up. We're almost at the end, folks. Just stay positive. All right. Love you all. One.